Hello and welcome to Collision Cast, Fenderbender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Paul Hodewanik, staff writer for Fenderbender, and we've got a great podcast for you today. It's been one that I've wanted to get on the Collision Cast feed for a while now, and it centers on hiring and firing. Matt Hudson, editor for Nolan, Fenderbender's sister publication, recently spoke with Roxy Bahar Hewertson, a consultant, business expert, and author. Hewertson shares her tips for setting yourself up and your team up for success through the hiring process, as well as how to be thorough and respectful when it's time to let somebody go. Here's their interview. Like I mentioned, I really appreciate you being on the show. We have uh, Roxy Bahar Hewertson, who is a you know business leadership expert. She's the uh, author of a book that recently came out called Hire Right, Fire Right, and uh, welcoming her to the Nolan Podcast. Thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure, Matt. Thank you for having me. Um, so the readers of our publication, uh, as I mentioned, own uh, typically smaller businesses, you know, maybe 20 or fewer employees, and hiring and firing is uh, a constant um, enterprise that that they're dealing with. And uh, I was curious, as you approached writing your book, what uh, were kind of the top level goals that you wanted to uh, achieve and and explain in in the book? Matt, I've been in the uh, world of hiring and firing for um, decades. And the pain that, that supervisors, leaders, owners of companies, entrepreneurs, have so often is around hiring the wrong person and finding out too late um, or somewhere down the line having to let someone go whether it's a layoff or it's a termination and um, most of the time people do a really a really uh, poor job at both uh, either because they're in a hurry or they don't know how to do it right or they uh, there are just a lot of pain points, and the the uh, goal of writing this book was to really put something in the hands of those folks, whether they're HR professionals or leaders or owners of businesses, that would actually help them, help them in both cases. And also, in the middle of the book is all about uh, developing your talent so that you keep them, because it doesn't do you any good to hire the right person if they leave because you haven't retained them. So in uh, the subject of firing or maybe even the process leading up to uh, potential firing, what are some of the top mistakes that you uh, see business leaders do? Well, I'll start with they either do it too fast or too slow, not due diligence. Mm -hmm. I don't go through due diligence. That's a mistake that happens a lot of times. And I have um, six reasons in, in my book why people <clears throat> tend to tend to put it off or um, don't do it well. My number one reason for uh, when you when you know that you know the question that comes to me is do I need to put up with this or am I justified? Right, uh, that comes up a lot. And the number one reason, uh, honestly, that I have seen over so many years and so many hundreds of people. Um, that people are not playing well with others. And uh, that's really 
that's really uh, encompassing a whole lot of things, including that they're, they're not sharing information, they're uh, being a bully, they're not living by the values of the organization. Um, <clears throat> you know, so, uh, uh, Robert Sutton wrote a book called The No Asshole Rule. I mean, I can say that because that's the name of the book. <laughs> and uh, it, it's really true. And people, especially in this business, you know, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, uh, attention paid to those human dynamics. And it's really important because it can be so toxic in the workplace when um, the, the employees are not getting along with each other or, or uh, sabotage is happening, all kinds of all, all kinds of doesn't play well with others can be going on. So that, that would be number one. And I go into quite a bit of depth, <laughs> but we'll just, we'll move on to the other one. Okay. Um, another one. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right. Loss of trust. So loss of trust is a, is really a root cause, Matt, behind so many terminations. Uh, you know, things that lead to that are uh, consistent poor performance, Lying, broken promises, ethical breaches, sabotage, policy violations. Um, a lot of that could be happening as in doesn't play well with others, but it's at the core of it. You just don't trust that person. Mm -hmm. You could have a person who doesn't get along well with others, but you still trust them. Um, so, you know, but if you have, you have no trust, then, um, that really cuts to the core. You know, are they going to steal from you? Are they going to sabotage you? Are they going lots of bad things can happen um, when trust is broken. The third one um, is blame shifting and avoidance. This is an employee who um, is always throwing somebody else under the bus. So also not playing well with others, but in a very specific way and um, not wanting to be held accountable. So you can tell that in a person when uh, you're trying to give them some feedback to have them improve their performance or uh, improve the way they deal with customers, whatever. And it's always the customer's fault or it's, you know, Joe's fault or it's Sally's fault. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that wasn't me. When, when you hear that over and over again and that person never takes ownership for their own behavior and their own actions, then you, you've really got a serious problem. Um, the fourth one is insubordination. <clears throat> so maybe it's a subcategory of both trust and not playing well with others, but it's egregious enough to stand on its own because if I'm a business owner, uh, you know, I, I am the business owner. <laughs> and if, I ask you to follow this policy for safety reasons and you refuse to do it, we've got a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's, it, that's something that we need to talk about and it can't continue. It, you see what I mean? It, yes. You know, I, I, I can't have someone in my, in my shop, in my maintenance shop, who decides that they want to use a certain kind of cleaning fluid and that's not a cleaning fluid that we believe is safe or effective, mm -hmm. but yet it's, you know, the favorite of that employee. Well, too bad, <laughs> right? I'm the owner of the business and this is the product that we're going to use. Yeah. And if then I'm sneaking it or I'm 
talking behind the back of the owner and saying that he doesn't know what he's talking about or she doesn't know what she's talking about. We've got, we've got again, a problem and it breaks down trust and it's not playing well with others, but it's very specifically in subordination, refusing to follow direction. Mm-hmm. And then lack of engagement. This is, um, this is when people are, you know, just getting by. And they, they just really aren't into the job. I mean, I know a lot of these jobs are difficult and not always exciting. And yet in every workplace, people who are getting along with each other and people who are sharing the work and are collaborating and, and I'll do mine, you do yours, I'll cover for you, you cover for me. In that kind of a place, no matter what the job is, people can be engaged and have fun. Uh, they can be productive. They can be the best customer service person on the planet. They could do a lot of things. They could be learning all the time. When someone's just not there, you know, uh, it, it's sort of like the lights are on, but nobody's home. Uh, that kind of a person, if you can't get them engaged, doesn't belong in your workplace. Yeah. So a, a business owner might be really diligent in maybe recording uh, or you know, registering some of these uh, events that you're mentioning. Um, I think maybe one of the more difficult things might be letting the uh, problem employee know along the way. Um, yes. Is that something that's important in the process? You bet. And I talk about that in the book a lot. <clears throat> um, you know, most of us have never learned the skill of constructive feedback. And uh, I, I find this in, in my coaching clients a lot that they have, they have to have some difficult conversations and they don't know how to do it. So constructive feedback is really important. And in my first book, I talk a lot about my first book was lead like it matters because it does. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of skills sets um, there that people can just pick up and use uh, around listening and around constructive feedback. And in, in any conversation, it's really important to be honest with the person be, to be clear, to be respectful, um, and to uh, really let them know what the expectation is and how we're going to measure whether success happens around that expectation and how people are going to be held accountable, how we're going to acknowledge performance. So that, that conversation has to happen with everybody. And I, I, I'm afraid we don't talk to each other enough. We don't have enough dialogue and conversations. Uh, about what's going on and, and, and why people are having difficulty um, meeting the expectations. Uh, maybe there's something in the workplace. Maybe there's something with the coworker. Maybe there's something about clarity with the boss. Who knows? But the conversation needs to happen so the employee can do his or her best to, to rise up to the, mm-hmm. that expectation. And if they don't, to be let, uh, let it be known what, what is wrong what they have to do to correct it and how to correct it or that it's just not going to work. It's not a fit. Yeah. The eventual uh, firing, if it leads to that, um, shouldn't be a surprise to that employee, right? Never, a record. never be a surprise. Unless of course, you know, somebody just stole something. Well, okay. Boom. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> you know, there's, <clears throat> we don't have to sit around and talk about that. We don't have to have a developmental plan mm-hmm. around that. We don't have to have a conversation around that. You're fired because you stole money out of the cash register. Okay. Good point. Done. Right. Most of the time it's not like that. And what I advise supervisors, owners, leaders, HR professionals to do uh, is to fire right 
and there are some some principles that that I think are really important and that are rarely followed well. So one other thing I wanted to ask you was um, our shops tend to have uh, a bit higher turnover than um, you know some other business sectors and a lot of uh, part-time employees, small staff. And when they are hiring uh, all the time, they might be reluctant to, uh, I guess, get to the fire situation if, if need be. Um, what would you say to those uh, business owners who are maybe reluctant to, to reach that point of firing, even though it might be the right thing to do? Yeah, that's a, that's a dilemma for owners. I understand that. And I would say you're going to be in a lot better shape, even in a high, higher turnover uh, situation, if you hire right in the first place. And that really means paying attention to the whole human being that you're hiring. What is their background? What's their work history? Um, there, there are eight factors that I look at when we hire people. Attitude, brains, can they do the job? their attitude about the job a b c is for character and there are lots of ways to test that d is for drive e is for emotional intelligence can they work well with others do they understand enough about themselves that um that that they can grow and and learn um f is for fit are they going to fit into our organization are they going to be able to to um live with our process to work well with others. Um, G is for the, the hiring person. What's your gut telling you about that person? And H is heart. Is this person a generous person? A, um, a, a tight, hold it in person, doesn't want to be uh, sharing with others, doesn't want to give each other a break, give each other a chance. Uh, so there are a whole, th those eight factors go into the hiring part, Matt, which can really prevent the firing part <laughs> if, if done well. And your turnover will go down. It'll go down significantly if you hire right in the first place. And wouldn't that be a good thing? It would be a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, it costs them a lot of money to keep hiring people. Mm -hmm. So I really, I'm, I'm a prevention person. You know, I, I would rather prevent the accident then have to clean up after it. So I spend an awful lot of time in this book talking about how to hire right. And, it, and it's the principles are the same regardless of whether you ha have one person in a small shop or you have 100,000 employees in an in a international organization. The principles are exactly the same. Yeah. Well, uh, if uh, a listener would like to read more about the topic we are uh, speaking about, uh, the book is Hire Right, Fire Right, A Leader's Guide to Finding and Keeping Your Best People. 